0: With Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetUL Network. Well, we inched closer to, to tonight's main event. Islam Makachet minus 900 taking on Bobby King Green for the second time in two weeks. Steps in plus 660 if you want to make some money. Brendan Tobin in Miami. I'm Sean Levine in Kansas City. Producer Jake in Philly. We know who the champions are for each division, but I want to know who's the heir to the throne. Let's start. In the lightweight division right now, it's Charles Oliveira. Now, of course, he's got a fight with one Justin Gaethje already lined up. Who's it going to be, Brendan, next if it's not Charles Oliveira having the belt? Man, if it's not Charles Oliveira having the belt, I think that I do like Islam. I think that the idea that he's got Charles in in his sights, like that means something to him to go dethrone the champion. That's always a great sign as a person who wants to take a throne. You have you, you don't want to just go and get it no matter what. You don't want to build your own throne. You want to go take it from the king. So I like that from Islam, the fact that he not only wants to win the belt, but he wants to win it against a guy who's got a win streak like Charles does.
1: Yeah, I can't necessarily totally disagree. I think Islam has to be the guy that's looked at as the heir apparent. Now, what I will say, that's my head talking, my heart talking, tells me Raphael Faziv, a.k.a. kickboxing Mike Tyson, is going to run through this division. Anyone they put in front of him, I think he has some of the best stand-up in the division. Um, I, His his ground game has not been tested to the point where I can put all my chips behind Fiziev, but he's who my heart wants to go with, so I'll go with him.
0: Well, we get a chance to see Fiziev coming up next Saturday night. He's a minus 260, taking on Rafael Dos Anjos at a plus 215. Nobody brought up the name Benil Darush. All of a sudden, he just goes away because he had to pull out of this fight. Is that how it works, BT? A little bit, yeah. Like it's, it just is what it is. <laughs> like he's going to be out a while. Um, I, I think he's definitely like, you know, he has to. If we're we're talking about, he's he's at his kingdom. He's he's like regathering the troops, trying to figure things out. But yeah, it is a little bit out of my head right now. Just like it's a bummer, and and plus, you know, this was a big opportunity for him to to go in there and show that he was the man that that should get it next. So. It's going to be interesting to see what that next step for him is to, to kind of get and prove what will be his uh, his path to the title. Just for the sake of having fun, which is what we do here on the BetQL Network, Kata McGregor, maybe, at some point. Long <laughs> shot, he takes it off. Charles Oliveira, I mean, McGregor's the one guy that no matter how many losses or injuries he's coming off of, gets that chance at a belt maybe right when he comes back. It's very interesting, too, because uh, Javier Mendez said this week he thinks that Conor McGregor is going to get the next title shot, which is interesting to say when you have Islam. Uh, So I don't know if he's just putting that out there already to kind of get the outrage stirred. But you know, I would be it would be crazy if they went that direction because they didn't give Dustin, they didn't make Dustin Connor for a title, basically because they didn't want to give Connor the title shot. It would be pretty wild if off of breaking his leg he got a title shot. I think that's crazy. I think it's more likely you know he ends up fighting Jorge Masvidal or something like that. Some super fight to that degree. Maybe Nate Diaz again. But if if he does get a title shot off of breaking his leg, I mean, what the hell are we doing? Are there odds on who Connor's next fight's going to be? Because it's wide open if you think about it. It could be Poirier again. It could be Nate. It could be either one of these fights that we're talking about. It could be a wild card for an up-and-comer. What if Oliveira doesn't have the belt and it's Gaethje at that point? Do they let him step in with Justin Gaethje right away? Like, There's literally a half a dozen names when Connor comes back that he could actually fight. Well, the thing that I find interesting is that Dustin and Nate have been circling each other so much. There's been so much smoke around. They're going to fight each other. I know Dustin came out recently. Yeah, D- Dustin recently came out and said, I don't really see what a fourth fight for Conor does for me other than the paycheck, which is obviously nice, but it doesn't seem like that's necessarily his biggest motivation right now. So I think that, yeah, Masvidal does make a lot of sense, especially with Conor looking, you know, swole as hell in this uh, in this rehab where he's like, you know, bodybuilding and all that type of stuff. Well, yeah, he's, he's going to go down to 155. Oh, he know. does look, big. Jake, you're a betting man. When Connor comes back, whenever that is, let's say the end of this year, who do you think he fights?
1: Uh, I would, personally, I would like to see him fight Michael Chandler. I think that that would another be, name. yeah, and in, yeah, I think it'd be a really entertaining fight. And I also think it'd be a good kind of like barometer test for Connor coming yep. back. I mean, he, like you said, he's coming off of a broken leg. He's coming off of a loss. Uh, I think he still has, I know he's Conor McGregor, but I think he has something to prove before he gets another title shot just yet.
0: The more we talk it out maybe there's like 10 names that are actually realistic when connor comes back that he could fight All right, let's move our way up to the welterweight of course uzman has had the strap for a while who ends up taking it off of him bt nobody this has no <laughs> this has no air i think this is i i don't believe in i don't i don't believe in the Hamzet. i don't believe in leon i don't be, believe in vicente and you guys i mean i know you guys think that colby covington and him are razor thin i don't think colby's gonna do it against him either i think this is the man He's the man in the sport right now. I don't see anybody beating him unless he decides I want to change weight classes for fun. Jake, anybody taking that belt off? Who's mine?
1: I'm, I'm all in on Hamza type train. Uh, I would like to see what he looks like because he hasn't fought in so long. So maybe, maybe a slight delay uh, on the train schedule, but I I don't know. Hamza has done nothing but dominate. He has theoretically has the same type skill set, maybe not as, as, at as high of a level as Usman's is. But, yeah, why not? Hamzat's, Hamzat's the man. He's going to be one of the next star of the, stars of the UFC. I, I got to take him here.
0: Hamzat would be fresh meat, of course, for Usman because he's starting to lap the division. I suppose Luke would have a chance. He's got the fight lined up with Leon, so Leon's actually on the cusp. Bala Muhammad, I don't know. Now I'm just spitfire, and I yeah. agree with you. BT, nobody's taking that belt off Usman, at least for a while. Are you going to say the same thing at middleweight for Izzy? Because he's got the fight coming up against Cannoneer. The only other guy that I could see on the come-up, let's say, within the next year, if that's going to happen, would maybe be Sean Strickland. But he's coming off a pretty lame fight. You know, this is one I I think could be an off-the-wall one. Why does nobody ever talk about Colby moving up? Like, you know, we were just talking about he doesn't have many wrestlers to face. He's not going to face Kamaru again. I doubt that's going to happen. And he would be warranted of going up a division. He's looking for fresh meat. Certainly could talk up that fight. He's not small. He's 6'1". He's a little skinny, I guess you could say. But so is Izzy for that one. I don't understand why that's never a conversation for Kobe. Why he's so obsessed with staying at Welterweight. I feel like with his skill set, with the versatility that he brings with striking, we've seen him struggle with... Uh, struggle and have back and forth with smaller middleweights before you think about uh, a guy like Kelvin Gastelum before I like I I like if Colby wins this fight that's where I would set my sights forget the Kamara thing I would start setting my sights on Israel Adesanya and I actually think he could be the heir to the throne at middleweight really I think there's an answer to that question let me try he's at this point three fights away from winning either one of those straps, the way that I look at it. Even if he goes out there and wins this fight versus Masvidal, that's not going to be enough, as you said, to line up another fight versus Usman, which means he has to impress once again. But if he does that and stays at this weight class, then he can't be denied. If he was to jump up a weight class and say, I'm going to take that strap off of Izzy, he doesn't get the chance right away. I mean, we're not talking about Conor McGregor here. We're not talking about that type of popularity or that type of a resume. So for Colby, either way, he's at minimum two fights away from a belt. Here's my argument for that, though. Izzy has fought the likes of Anderson Silva and Yoel Romero off a loss for his title. He usually calls his shot, and they let him. He's got this shiny new contract, and I feel like Izzy would be cocked and be like, give me Colby Covington coming up from, from welterweight. We'll make all that money, and I'm going to smoke him.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: I don't know. I think it's. I think, I think. think that's the, the the way I would go because he does cleaned out this division. I don't know if Colby, I think Colby, maybe right now, I've never heard him talk about it. I feel like he has his sights set on trying to get back to Usman, but maybe there should be a new route he goes if the Usman door is closed. If you're going to talk all ridiculous like that, why don't we just say that Connor comes and beefs up just a little bit more and then he steps in and he gets a championship fight with Izzy. You're nuts. Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine. Jake, who takes that belt off Izzy?
1: Uh, I would say out of the people listed, I actually really like Jared Cannonier's chances. I think he's a super really? solid. Yeah. I, well, out of the people listed, I mean, there's really not a ton of great competition. You mentioned Darren Till. I agree with you. I think he's a little overrated. Sean Strickland. Uh, I'm not sure that he necessarily has the power to put away. Izzy, meaning He's going to be in a point fight with Izzy and I'll take Adesanya in that one going back to the Covington thing. If you want to talk about like dankest timeline, most entertaining outcome, let's say he were to come up and face someone like Sean Strickland. That would probably do numbers, that fight, because both of those guys can talk. They're both interesting figures. He wins that, goes over, and faces Adesanya at middleweight and takes down Izzy. Now, you have the potential to set up a mega fight between Colby Covington and and Kamaru Usman, you can... Oh, uh, look it, what
0: it, you've it, done, Brendan. Oh, has
1: you've created a monster. monster. Look at what you've
0: done Love dragging Jake down in this hole with you, down in this weird yeah. cellar. If he can't beat Usman, what makes you guys <laughs> think that he can move up a class and beat Israel Adesanya? That's a different style fight, though. Like, I know Izzy is good with the uh, the takedown defense, but he's never faced a wrestler this good. And I think that it's, it's, it's just a different style that he hasn't gone against. I think that... With Colby, you know, he's got to go with a he's gotta maybe go through a fire a little bit. He's shown a willingness to do that before against dangerous strikers. Certainly we'll see what he's got for Mosfidal next week, but I think that it's just a different stylistic matchup that that Izzy hasn't necessarily taken on. And yeah, I think it, we're all talking about his talent and what path he could go to. I don't know if Usman is he's gonna get there. We've seen it twice, we've kind of been there, done that. But again, yes, if Jake is right, if they do go. And he's able to somehow become the 185 king. And I'm sure Izzy would definitely get an immediate rematch. But then thereafter, if he were able to somehow maintain the title, that would definitely, I think, tickle uh, Kamaru Usman's fancy. These three weight classes are wildly fascinating right now. Lightweight, welterweight, and middleweight. Light heavy, not so much ever since John left. Of course, Glover Teixeira has the strap right now. I think we're all going to agree that it's Yuri Prohasker, right? It's got to be the next champ. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't really uh, – I, I, and I hope he does. I think that this is a – it's great. Glover's a great story. It's it's awesome that he was able to finally get the strap, and I'm happy for him. But this has been a weight class that is looking for a new face, that is looking for the post-John Jones era. It's it's awesome that guys like Jan and Glover were able to get their kind of victory lap, that huge accomplishment. But they need that new blood to set. They need their Israel Adesanya. They need their Kamar Usman. The, Kamar was the heir to, to GSP. Izzy was the heir to Anderson Silva. They need that guy for the light heavyweight division. How far away yeah. is Jamal Hill? Just out of curiosity. I mean, he put it on Johnny Walker. I think I think he's a while away. Like if the Johnny Walker win was impressive, don't get me wrong. But I, like we talked about this during the recap for those who, who didn't hear it on Monday. But I just feel like the bigger story out of that night is, all right, Johnny Walker's exposed. This isn't going to happen. Jamal Hill, great win for him. It's a, it's a sick knockout and that's great he 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 rocked the microphone after but i feel i feel like there's a
1: lot more to go for him the only point that i will make about the light heavyweights is that if you were to have asked this same question a year ago the answer probably would have been dominic reyes yeah and we watched him get flattened by yuri prohaska who wasn't even a thought at the time you know a year year and a half ago so I would agree that it would probably be ProHazka right now, but this is the ultimate, like, kind of coin flip division where, you know, maybe, I don't know, Corey Anderson or, or or a guy who's not in the UFC right now could come in, make a lot of noise like Jerry has. But, um, yeah, I think ProHazka is probably the guy right now.
0: Well, there is a guy that's currently in the UFC, Jake. His name is Francis Ngannou. For how long? Who knows? But he's your reigning current heavyweight champion of the world. BT, who's the heir to the throne? You could take this one of a hundred different ways. I mean, the guy I, I I still think is the most talented fighter on the planet. I'm always going to go with John Jones. I, I I mean, it was pretty worrisome. I don't know if you guys saw like the, the arrest footage this week that went down in Vegas where he's headbutting the cop car and he's tweeting out this week that his fiance's left him. So he's going through more personal turmoil. So you also kind of wonder like how much is John's heart and head even in fighting, which is always kind of the wild card with him. Um, so in a non-John Jones world, I still like Stipe. I still feel like Stipe's got a shot against Francis Ngannou. These guys, uh, you know, he got obliterated with him again, but we saw that uh, against Daniel Cormier, Stipe knows how to bounce back and it's not sexy because he's been there. He's done that. He's kind of getting old, but I can't write him off yet. I still feel like he is also, you could always say a trilogy fight is worthy of that and do it again. I think, uh, I think Stipe more so than any of the young bucks that are there outside of John Jones.
1: Yeah, I, for content's sake, uh, as Elon Musk said, the likeliest outcome is usually the most entertaining. To me, the most entertaining outcome would be Tai I Vasa squaring off with Francis oh. Ngannou and, and like flatlining him. It would, be, um, it would be kind of like the Andy Ruiz sort of thing where he just does not look the part, but he can sure throw hands. Uh, it's really tough because I do think there's a big gap after Francis. Stipe, you could surely make the case for um but i'm gonna go with tie just for content's sake right, are well, out, guys.
0: fat man fighters are in fat man fighters they are, are. <laughs> the now. They are. As, as far is, as i'm like, concerned fat man fighters have always been in i was a huge fan of bam bam bigelow back in the day it's tapped out here on the betql network so you said john i definitely think that could happen if he can get his personal life straight which is obviously Always a question. Stipe, it's interesting because he's really not going to come back unless he comes back for the belt. Tied to Iwasa is it too much too quick so i guess i'll be original and wrong and say Cyril Ghan gets another chance maybe a year year and a half down the road and he's the one that takes the belt off of his boy francis and doing the show with my boys like i do every saturday here it's tapped out on the betql network special shout out to everybody checking us out on twitch.com backslash betql and everybody out there checking us out on the odyssey app coming up next Brendan caught up in studio with Kevin Lee to we'll talk about his conversation. We'll get the best bets for tonight. It's Saturday night, baby, so we're going to try to get parlayed and I'm going to see if the guys are going to fight me and we put a bow on this bad boy. You're locked in to the bet. QL Network.